Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back on Ball Don't Lie, we're getting near the end of the best of Ball Don't Lie 2022. I'm hosting the show today, Patrick Davis, your normal producer, stepping in. Uh, Rod Babers, Mike Harge, off with the family, celebrating the holidays, uh, getting out there before the cold front hit us. They wanted to make sure they were ahead of it. They've been working so hard this season, so it's great to see them get out. And uh, looking back and putting together this best stuff, we put together a really awesome amount of content this year that I'm very proud of, and I know the guys are too. We hope you are too. And we'd love to hear what you think and what were some of your favorite moments from Ball Don't Lie this season. Hit us up on Twitter, at Rob Babers at Hardball Harge, and at It's Patrick Davis. I'd love to hear what your favorite moments were of the show. And I know we got hits up a lot about this, that one of our favorite interviews we did, we had him on a few times this year, and I'm sure we'll have him on a few next. Chipper Jones joining the show, talking about the Astros in the playoffs, talking about his man Deion Sanders, and, you know, just goofing around with Mike Harge. So Chipper Jones here on the best of Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. And joining us now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline is the former Number one overall pick in the 1990 MLB Draft. He's an eight-time All-Star NL MVP, won two Silver Sluggers, won a batting title, won the World Series with the Atlanta Braves, and was a first ballot Hall of Famer. As a matter of fact, he got 97.2% of the votes. Hmm. I'm still trying to figure out where the rest of them votes went, (laughs) but he is my man and he is the legend, Chipper Jones. Chip, how you doing, brother? Fellas, I'm doing good. How are y'all? We're good, good, man. man. We're good. It's that time of the year, man, and and I felt like I needed to reach out to you because it's only appropriate that baseball always finds a way to work itself out. You you, you know you got to go out there and you got to play the games. The NL East, as it always does, it comes down to the Atlanta Braves and fill in the blanks to whoever you want. But it's amazing to me that it's against it's the Braves and the Mets. And you even named one of your sons, Shea, because you own the Mets. And that's why it is a big series this weekend. So what are your thoughts about the NL East and baseball overall? Oh, I mean, uh, it's yeah, this is the exciting time of, of year. It reminds me of 99 when we had a one-game lead in September. And uh, and they came into town, and some young punk from Central Florida had a pretty good weekend, uh, you know. <laughs> but you know the roles are reversed this time. Uh, you know, well, I, I shouldn't say that because we gained the game on them last night. Yeah. Um, you know, we have the opportunity to be able to, if we take care of business tonight, um, you know, and, and their recent struggles at home. You know, give us an opportunity to uh, to be one up going into. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is the biggest three game series in baseball this year. I mean, this <laughs> this is it. Like, like the you know, you can say what you want about the the Dodgers in the National League, but I, I feel like 
both of these teams here in the East can compete with the Dodgers. That's, that's, you know, you, you got two hall of famers on the other side and DeGrom and, and Scherzer, and you got the defending world series champions over on this side. So, you know, nobody's, nobody's scared of the Dodgers in the East, um, but we got to take care of business. And I think both teams will probably tell you that the road is easier to get to the World Series if you win the division, if you have to go through an extra series, uh, divisional series, uh, it's going to be a lot tougher. You're not going to be able to line up your pitching the way you'd like to. You're not going to get to rest <laughs> the way you would like to. So um, that just puts that much more of an emphasis on these three games coming up. And I sure am glad they're in Atlanta and not New York. <laughs> Hey, Chipper, man, I'm a, obviously I'm a little biased down here. I'm an Astros fan. Go Astros! Uh, so I just got yeah. to ask you your thoughts on the Astros. Man, a lot of Astros fans are excited about this season, kind of World Series or bust for them. What are your thoughts overall about their chances to uh, compete for the world title? I, I love them. I love them. Ain't nobody talking about them. I know people are talking about them there in Texas, but around the country – Nobody's talking about the Astros, and I'm going to tell you something. The Astros don't have maybe quite the punch that they've had in the past, but they got better pitching. They got they got that big horse at the top, you know, and, and the same guys that got them to the World Series last year. I'm going to tell you what. I hope it is a replay of last year. I would love to see the Braves and the Astros go at it. I think the Astros are, uh, they're my pick to come out of the American league. I think they have been just slow and steady as you go throughout the course of the season. They are built for the long run. You know, everybody was saying, Oh, the Seattle Mariners, they're a nice story. And da, 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 da. Look, they were always going to win that division by 15 to 20 games. I think they're 18 up. I saw today. Um, the the Yankees haven't been able to beat them in years. Uh, I don't I don't foresee anything changing as far as that's concerned. Um, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. That's why you play the games. But I love the Astros coming out of the American League, and and I hope and pray they're they're uh, they're playing my Bravos. <laughs> We're talking to Hall of Famer 2018 Hall of Famer Chipper Jones. And Chipper, you brought it up just a little while ago. You brought up the Dodgers, and everybody's been talking about them. They're, what, 106 wins or something like that right now. But the Cardinals just clinched the uh, Central, and the and obviously the Braves and the Mets are battling for that East. But when you start looking at the Cardinals and the way that they've gone about it, this is the last hurrah for probably Adam Wainwright, for Molina, and obviously the big story is Albert Pujols getting to 700. When you look at the Cardinals, and they're, they're another team that's just always steady. They've been there. They've understood it. They're, they're another team that a lot of people don't talk about. When you look at the Cardinals, what are, what are some of the things that stand out to you? Well, like you said, they they're just they know how to win. That's an organization that's just cloaked in in W's, you know, as far as I'm concerned. You know, they just they they go through their early season struggles and then you look up in the middle of August and they're two games up in the central and they they just extend the lead and, and, and go out and, and just 
outlast you, man. Um, I, I think it's a it's a great story. Uh, you know, huge Wainwright and Molina and Pujols fans. Um, you know, I just don't know if they have that horse or two in the postseason that's going to be able to shut people down. Montgomery, the guy who came over from uh, from the, the Yankees, Yankees for, for Bader, has pitched very well. Um, he's going to need to get hot. Jack Flaherty is going to have to get healthy and stay healthy throughout the postseason. He is certainly a top-of-the-rotation guy, and then you know what you're going to get with Wainwright. He'll be, you know, he'll keep you in games. I'm just not sure if they have the 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 the, the power, you know, the the pitching in the postseason that's going to shut down potent lineups night in and night out. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, before it's all said and done, it's, it's a great story. I'd love to see the Cardinals go on a run as long as they don't play my Braves. And, you know, the, um, we'll just have to wait and see. I just don't think they have the, the pitching and the firepower to be able to hang with uh, teams in the postseason like the Dodgers, like the Braves. So, Chipper, I wanted to ask you this, too. You know, we talked about the Astros, Rod Strohs right there. Their pitching staff, as you pointed out, they've got five starting pitchers that have double-digit wins. And like you said, Verlander, what do you think about what Verlander has done? I I believe that he's going to probably win the Cy Young and the Comeback Player of the Year coming back off of Tommy John. And I don't think anybody would be mad at that. No, I don't. I think you could take both awards and mail them to Houston right now. I mean, the guys—it's—it it really is amazing. You know, there's so very few of us that are really good right around forty years old. I say that. <laughs> I say that just because I can tell you this: the equivalent of a seventeen wins and a one eighty-two ERA at. What is he? 38, 38 39, 40, I believe. Yeah. I think he's 39. Years old. Yeah. That would be the equivalent of me hitting 30, driving in 100, and hitting 310. You know, I mean, uh, in my 39 year old year. And I know how hard the game was at that stage of my career. So this guy's the first Ballot Hall of Famer. I got a chance to do an interview with his brother. Uh, yesterday, flipping bats, and uh, and we had we had a good old time talking about some of the some of the uh, at bats I had against uh, Burrow, you know, back in the day. But uh, he certainly kept himself in good shape. He's of sound uh, mind and body. And I mean, whenever you run that horse out there in the postseason, you take the field expecting to win, not hoping to win. And that's the difference between championship ball clubs and wannabes. The championship ball clubs, they take the, they take the field hoping to win. The other ones, they, they take the field hoping – or they, they take the field expecting to win, not hoping to win. Hey, Chipper, I think uh, Major League Baseball is in such a great place, just storyline-wise, right? Because last year, the Shohei Altani story was so special and unique. Just hadn't seen that in a really long time. Just a very uh, extraordinary athlete, just a unique athlete. And now you got the Aaron Judge storyline out there that you're now you're actually cutting away from, uh, you know, different games and cutting. We actually, during, we were watching a Texas uh, game this past weekend, Texas, Texas Tech, and they cut away to go to an Aaron Judge at bat. Uh, 
like people didn't hear they, they didn't like that I'll say that <laughs> but still it just shows you the magnitude of the moment uh, what are your thoughts about Aaron Judge man the triple crown I mean you're one of the greatest hitters in the history of Major League Baseball give me what you think how impressed you are with Aaron Judge well, I'm with you, man. Don't be cutting away from Tennessee, Florida, <laughs> from New York. No, we, we ain't doing that. It ain't exactly Texas, Texas, Texas. You know, um, don't be cutting away from my Gators playing Tennessee. No, I, hey, listen, just as I said you can mail the Cy Young to Houston, you, I feel you should mail the, the AL MVP to New York right now. He is having a, a historic season. Um, he's uh, how, you know, he's on triple crown watch. He plays for a first place team. Don't underscore that one very, you know, very much. Uh, it, it's it, the guy is um, a rare talent, you know, and and you can really see him maturing as a hitter, hitting the ball from foul pole to foul pole with power, obviously. But uh, you know, back when the when the Yankees were stumbling and and I believe lost, I don't know, twenty of thirty. Most of the reason they were ten and twenty during that stretch was because Aaron Judge was carrying them, you know. And uh, through Stanton's struggles and and getting hurt, Donaldson's struggles and getting hurt, and their pitching staff not being able to shut anybody down from time to time, he remained the one constant. Um, you know, Shohei Otani is a phenomenal talent, something that we haven't seen in baseball since the likes of Babe Ruth. Um, Otani had a phenomenal year last year, but I just think that uh, uh, Aaron Judge has gone above and beyond uh, anything we've seen in quite a while, and it's, it's been fun to watch. Chip, before we let you go, and you're right, I, we've been talking about it every single day, the fact that he's still up for the Triple Crown, he's in the mix, and carrying that team, scoring runs, driving in runs, it's been really, really cool to watch. But you played the game for a long time. Obviously, you're a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. You went in in 2018. Another guy that will be going into the Hall of Fame pretty soon, and you've had some battles against him as well, is Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols now has 700 uh, home runs. He's one of two people, him and Hank Aaron, with uh, what the home runs and the hits with 3,000 hits, and the fact that he never hit over 50 home runs in a season – that's truly amazing, and he stuck around and been able to get resurgent. I was talking about this the other day. If it wasn't for the DH and him being able to go to St. Louis and finish out his career where he started, you played for one team your entire career, and for him to go back to be able to be a DH and to achieve that goal, that is something that is truly, truly special. You know how good those fans are in St. Louis as well. But what are your thoughts of Albert Pujols, somebody that you competed against for a long time? Oh, I think he'll be. Uh, I think he'll be the next unanimous uh, Hall of Famer. Um, you know, <laughs> I played against the dude for twelve years and never saw him take an off balance swing in twelve years. I mean, he just had the most unbelievable balance at the plate. Um, but you could really tell that not only was he phenomenally gifted, he would, he also did his homework. Like he, you could tell he had a game plan when he walked up to the plate. Yeah. And you know, the greatest testament to Albert is, is, you know, he hadn't done much for, for a while. Like, like right. we, we were, I, some of us would say, and I would be the first one to admit it. Like Albert probably, you know, should have retired 
a year or two ago, you know. But to see him come back to St. Louis, which he never should have left, by the way, um, and get rejuvenated and become that team player that, that really was a role player through the first half of the season, and then all of a sudden he just catches fire and he starts sniffing 700, and I'm like, man, at the All-Star break, I wouldn't have given you a plug nickel for him to hit in 700 home runs and then all of a sudden two or three a week and now is it 690 and he's still got a month and you know i mean he just he got red hot and uh, as only as only great players do they have a flair for the dramatic and uh albert pujo is certainly one of those great players and man to be able to finish this season off Knowing that he was riding off into the sunset, it was one of the better stories that that I've seen in quite a long time in Major League Baseball. No doubt about it. Chip, before we let you go, who's your World Series uh, team? I know you're going to pick the Braves and the Astros, right? I am taking the Braves and the Astros in a rematch, and it will go seven this time, boys. I ain't going <laughs> to tell you who's going to win. I don't want to. I don't want to piss off my fan base. I don't want to piss off your fan base. <laughs> We're just going to say it's going to go seven, and it's going to be a hell of an epic series. How about that? I love it. I love it. There he is, the Hall of Famer, my man, Chipper Jones. Thank you, as always, for taking the time. Oh, yeah, I meant to ask you, do you want to see Dion coaching Georgia Tech? Because I heard that there's been some conversations about your boy Prime Time going to Georgia Tech. Yeah, if that happens, I will be the offensive coordinator at Georgia Tech here pretty soon. So y'all just get ready for that storyline. I can't wait. Man, we appreciate you jumping on, brother, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Y'all take it easy. Appreciate you. Thanks, Jimmer. That's my man, Chipper Jones. He's going to be the man. OC hey. if prime time gets that job at Georgia Tech. That'd be nice. I don't know why Deion's <laughs> not getting more love, actually. Is he being mentioned he's for the Georgia mentioned. Tech job? He's okay. being mentioned. That's yeah. good, he's been, They're entertaining it. Uh, entertaining yeah, They're entertaining that conversation I right mean, now. what do you have to lose if you're Ex- Georgia Tech? Thank you. And you know he's going to bring it. You know he's going to recruit well. Exactly. So even if he fails. His budget going to be different. Yeah, and if he fails, he'll leave you a really nice, a decent roster because exactly. he's going to recruit better than you've recruited in a long time. Exactly. Probably ever, honestly. Yeah, and you know his son going to come with him and somebody else going to come with him. Yeah. Hey, you know you can transfer. Yeah, you can transfer, transfer anywhere. Yeah, Dion, you know he's going to – if he hits a, if he hits a Power 5 program, oh, he's going to do damage oh, in the transfer sure. portal. Yeah, well, if he yeah. does that, then we'll definitely have Chipper Jones on all the time. <laughs> he does have that inside line he to does. the man, Deion Sanders. Prime time. Prime time. That's right. Uh, all right, uh, thanks to Harge for opening up the uh, the contact list once again uh, to get one of the Hall of Famers uh, on this list. Just one. I'm sure he's got many of them, but one of the Hall of Famers in his contact <laughs> list on with the Chipper Jones. The Golden State Warriors have been having some problems as of late, but earlier this year, everyone wanted to be part of the fun. It's more of the best of all, no lie, here on 104.9 The Horn. This one is about uh, a guy who's actually become pretty well known in uh, rec- in recent <laughs> days here because uh, he's become known as Fake Clay Thompson around the internet. So <laughs> this guy who uh, he's got a pair on him because he's uh, <laughs> he's got uh, quite the reputation now. So he's been banned since uh, this guy because he was impersonating Clay Thompson. <laughs> and he was it he was so adamant in his impersonation that he was so confident that nobody could tell him from Clay Thompson. Basically he believed he was a doppelganger of Clay Thompson. <laughs> they decided to test his theory, put it to the ultimate test. 
and actually walk through security at the Chase Center in San Francisco and act like he was Clay Thompson. Get it on video like, hey, man, I'm Clay Thompson. They're going to treat me like Clay Thompson. I walk in there because you can't distinguish me from Clay Thompson. I'm a doppelganger of the guy. And turns out he was right. <laughs> he walked right past security. He, he uh, man, he walked right. There's a video of it too. You got to go check out the video. The video, oh, the video is, is amazing. The video, is, yes. He can't believe it either. When on the video, he's shocked when he gets paid. He's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe I did it. You can tell it's like a bet with his homeboys. I can't believe I did. It. I can't believe I did. It. His name is uh, Dawson Gurley. Yeah. Um, he's been banned from games at the Chase Center uh, for I believe. For the foreseeable future. Oh, yeah. He's banned for real. Banned, banned. He said, yeah. quote, banned because I walked past five layers of security guards <laughs> who willingly let me through security without asking for ID. And I shot around on the court for 10 minutes. <laughs> I also spent 10K on tickets, which they are not refunding. Why should I be banned? Because this, their security is incompetent. <laughs> fair question, Dawson. Very fair. Fair question. Because I guess fair. if they would have asked him, hey. Uh, are you Clay Thompson? And they're like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> not. Then they would have, you know, or let me out. see some ID yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Nope, they just assumed he's a light-skinned brother, so he must be down with the Warriors. <laughs> Newsflash, he ain't black. Why? <laughs> Newsflash, he ain't even black. I'm sitting here looking at his page. <laughs> this dude is white. <laughs> he is John John B. <laughs> singing slow jams to you. John B. Reference. Most yes. wouldn't even get that. Y'all wouldn't yeah, get that. Yeah. He's basically a babyface uh, disciple. Disciple. Back in the day. That's right. Yes, John yes, B. Yes, John B. You. Man, no doubt, no doubt. So I'm on it. I I really did go look at his page, and his page said somebody asked him the question: Was it worth it to lose 10k on <laughs> tickets and be banned for life? Absolutely. I was an NBA player for 10 minutes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not mad at him. And, and, mad and of him. course, Patrick Beverly. Gets on his t- his Twitter oh, and man. goes, "Hey yo, fake Clay. When the Timberwolves play Golden State next season, we need you on the floor man. at the Target Center. Again. You're gonna be hanging yeah, out. Yeah, gonna uh, be hanging uh, out. Uh, That's right, uh, fake Clay. So everybody's oh, looking at him like he man. should be saluted, not banned. Man. And his point is correct. His right? point is right. Why is your fake security people? It's like that guy that that video of you see the security guy just kind of touching people and letting them through. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they did, and he walked through a metal detector, like oh. he went through it. You had to put your keys in there. The biggest question for me, and I asked you this during the break, Ron: What basketball player, NFL basketball, NFL football player, MLB baseball player, walked to the to the facility in a uniform? <laughs> The dude walked through the, 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 the day of the game. The day of the game. He's yeah, walking straight in. Yeah, it never happens. Through a different Pra-for security. Practice. For practice, you yes. get that, but not for the game. For the game. That was game you, day. You don't wear it just so you. <laughs> he wore his uniform. That's a great point. That's how you didn't know it was a bit. I'm, like, like, you know, I'm wearing, my, I'm wearing I'm a uniform. I'm wearing a uniform. Y'all should have been cute to that. Come and on, the man. time that he was there, if you are real security guard and you've been there for the entire time how many times have you walked over to the practice facility at ut where you see the same security guards that know you Mm. they know you there and if you look suspicious they're looking at him like they thought he was clay this i'm gonna send you this dude's link and you're gonna be like they thought he was clay this dude is how tall is this guy 
He's pretty. And he ain't in basketball shape. I, I, I don't know. He looked. He looked tall from the video, but from the video, I can tell they don't have a. Because Clay's six six. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know how these guys didn't know it was. It, it seems like this guy's even like six two. You'd be like, that Clay is really short today. <laughs> Clay is short today. He's wearing his uniform. He's wearing his uniform. Why is he wearing his? Is he okay? Is Clay okay? I agree. There was it, there was some clues. It is the amazing life lesson, <laughs> man. If you frown and look determined, how much security you can get past in life? Right. No, it just looked like you belong. Yeah. Well, just, like but you belong. just always look like. There's always my thing. It's always look like you're mad. If you're mad, nobody wants to stop you. Because if you're happy, they're like, what you trying to pull here? But if you're like, I don't want to even want to be here. They want to speak to you. I don't even want to be here. Yeah, they want to have a conversation. I don't want to be here. Why? And so yeah. they're like, he, that guy, I'd be carrying a guitar. I was 17 years old walking yeah. in the clubs, carrying a guitar, mad. And they're like, I'm sure. I guess he's going to drink he's here. He's got somewhere to go. Look at him. He's exactly. upset. Somebody's <laughs> told him to do something. They gave him some command. That's a great point. George Costanza used to say that on Seinfeld. He'd say, uh, the way I look busy at work is I just look upset. <laughs> Exactly. And everybody's like, damn, George is really busy at work because he's upset. So I'm, And that's how you keep people from sitting on the plane next to you, too. Yep. You got to try to look mad and angry and look a little weird. That's why I... <laughs> Look I, a little weird. Oh yeah, you look. I put a hood on and I, on a plane. Put a hood on, and I like. I actually wear a mask now. But well, I guess you don't have to. But now I'm gonna wear one too, just because I want to be as freaky as possible. <laughs> like I don't want to sit with that guy. You're like damn right, you don't want to sit no, with me. No, so I just eat a bag of chips and lick my fingers after every. Chip. Oh, that's good. too. I feel like no one's sitting next to that guy no, until I, they go. Boom. Uh, this flight is full, so everyone will have to have a seat. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still going with it. I'm going to keep hope alive. I'm going to open a boiled egg or something on the plane. Love it. Uh, all right, there you go. Uh, fake Clay Thompson, banned for life. And you know what? Ain't really his fault. It is the fault of the really bad security. And then they did say in a letter that he was trying to deceive the uh, the security, which I guess you can argue that, but hey man, all you do is ask me what my name is, yeah. and I would have told you my name, and it ain't Clay Thompson. <laughs> We've got more off the record coming up for you here on the Best of Auto Live 2022, right here on 104.9 The Horn. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. <laughs> Back here on 512 Radio, we had too much off the record that we wanted to fit into this best of. Please let us know. What were your favorites from this show? What were your favorites of the year? What do you remember? What do you wish we'd put on? What do we miss? Hit us up at Rob Babers, at Hardball Harge, at It's Patrick Davis. If I can find some more and post them up, maybe put a little montage together of some of the favorites y'all share. If I have the time, if I could do it over the holiday season, what do I need break for? We'll do it over the holiday season, so hit us up on a Twitter there. But let's play some more of our favorite off the records, talking about Larsa Pippen and MJ's son. He took it personally. And, you know, maybe there was a little bit too much happening to the old folks' home. Some more off the record here on the best of Ball Don't Lie 2022. I, I can't believe this story. I can't believe it's real. But it came from TMZ, and we trust TMZ these days. That's the way it goes. Yep. Everybody knows about the, um, <clears throat> the life of Larsa Pippen. Yeah. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife, who she has uh, been off gallivanting and 
philandering with NBA dudes. And she's older, by the way. I don't know her exact age. Uh, but she's older, but she has been, you know, seen, you know, hanging out or rumored to have been banging it out with numerous <laughs> of young dudes. So she's kind of one of the cougars out there. I'll she's give, 48, bro. She's 48. Okay, yeah. so I'll give you her Rolodex later. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so basically I think MJ's son, <clears throat> who this story is about, Apparently, I don't know how old he is, but he's much younger than that. 31. So, 31. There you go. Okay. So that's not too bad, actually. Uh, what? 31 and 48? It's normally the other way. It what, is. What does Leonardo DiCaprio do? 25. <laughs> Cut him off. You, yeah, you, you older than 25. You got to go. Leonardo says you got to go. You got to go. Uh, but yeah, but if that was a, if that was an old guy and a younger woman, gotcha. we wouldn't flip out. That's true. Or we wouldn't trip because you know it's a cougar thing. It's all good. Yeah. So, but Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, uh, Larsa Pippen, argue. I mean, it's and she's hot. I'm saying that's very right. much so. Yeah, she's actually a hottie. I'm not saying anything against the way she looks. Uh, but she has earned her. Uh, moniker as a cougar she was spotted on sunday at zuma a japanese restaurant in the heart of uh downtown i believe this is miami in downtown miami and she was hanging out with marcus jordan mm, that yeah. sounds very familiar yeah that jordan of, of the son of michael jordan <laughs> Yeah, Mark is the son of Michael. Oh, the goat. The goat. Yes. Okay. Eyewitnesses say that they're about that they were there about forty five minutes, and there were no obvious signs of PDA between them. However, TMZ sources say Larsa seemed to be trying to keep a low profile and got a little skittish when she realized folks had spotted her and were taking pictures. Uh, really? You're uh, Larsa Pippen. Yeah. Everybody knows who you are, and you're walking around with Michael Jordan's son. Yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah, I mean, maybe she she over the years. All right. She has been linked to a number of stars, especially NBA guys. She's mm-hmm. got a type. Uh, ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. A married Malik Beasley. Yeah. Uh, she rumored to have been had some on uh, Harry Jousey is another guy. I don't know much about him, but she's got a list. Uh, she's got a she's got an extensive resume. Let's mm-hmm. just put it that way. Uh, but now, you think this is. Why would you do this if you are Marcus Jordan? I know why Larsa does it. She wants headlines. She just wants to be in the, you know, be seen. She wants the paparazzi following her. Why is Marcus Jordan doing it? His daddy told him, hey, if you can do that, go take care of that for me. Me and Scotty <laughs> still beefing. Because Marcus Jordan could get, you can get yeah. hotties. You're Michael Jordan's you know, son. Oh, I'm sure he has. You can get hotties. I'm sure he has. I think he's there for the entertainment value. Oh, really? I think it's more about, oh, okay. People don't really talk about me that much. Now they're going to put That's me true. in the paper. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know Marcus yeah. was. I, it's the first yeah. time I've actually even acknowledged Marcus as the son of Michael. There were no signs of PDA. There was no signs of PDA. So she. that's why she freaked out. She was like, you know what? There's too many people watching us. Let's go ahead and get out of here and let's go somewhere else. You know, you, you know. Marcus was like, hey, we still doing this, right? She's got a— We still— it, we, we here now, right? Is the good good that good? It is, must be. Is it like the Kardashian good? Where it has to be. You have to try it, even though you know it's it's going to lead to ultimately could lead to your downfall. Uh, ultimately, will lead to some path of self destruction. You're like, you know what? I got to try it because it's apparently the good good. Right? Didn't didn't Drake say 
I just want to do it one time to say I did. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care about everything uh, else. It must. And yeah. I was like, all these guys, they keep going back for it. It must be really. It's like Tristan Thompson. Right. He's got the magic stick. Hey. I mean, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Like, well, ladies, what's going on? Do y'all know who, what he represents? And they're like, we don't care. It's the, got the magic stick. And that's the other part of it, too. So going back to what you said about the Kardashians, it's like all of the people are all recycled. Like it's every you seen one person with this person and the next person with this person, and then when they break up, they go back to an NBA body. It's true. It's all about it. Remember, James Harden was part of the group with the Kardashians at one part. Yeah, Chloe. Chloe. Yeah. Chloe at one yes. time. Yeah, you're right. They like NBA players. That's pretty obvious. And it's, yeah. They love NBA players. They, they, and, and, and rappers. And rappers. Because Future was yes. with Lars uh, as they, well. Is it, oh, was he really? Yeah, Future okay. was with Lars. So and rappers, he made a song about it. Oh, Future did? Future made a song about oh, it. Oh, that's good. With some Gucci flip-flops. See, I told, it, it must be good. If you're right. songs about <laughs> something, Gucci that means it's good, good. Yeah. So, yeah. good for her. Look, I think we all know what it was, is that Scottie Pippen said some things about Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan took that personally. <laughs> and sent his son out there to do it. <laughs> He's like, you know, I He's can't like, do it. You know what, because son? if I could, I would. Michael's married now. Michael ain't <laughs> out there in them streets like that. He's like, Scottie, I, so, <laughs> I, I would disrespect you as most unbelievable. In the ultimate way, I will send my son I to bang send. your ex-wife. And I can't do it because I'm classier than right, that. Right, because I'm classy. You know what? Maybe you all right about yeah. that. I would yeah. don't put anything past Michael Jordan. You do not. Actually, the story comes from Taiwan. And um, apparently at a veteran's home in Taiwan, a state-run facility for retired Army personnel, uh, someone, they are not really sure whom, Paid an adult entertainer, um, an exotic dancer, to <clears throat> put on a steamy show for the veterans at the veterans' home. It was for a mid-autumn festival to celebrate an important holiday in Chinese culture, whereby people gather to celebrate the rice and wheat harvest of the season. But video has emerged and gone viral of the raunchy performance which took place last Thursday, <clears throat> filmed by an attendee. Um, and the kinky clip shows the masked up erotic dancer. She was masked up. There you go. And wants to uh, make sure that she <laughs> is safe in these COVID times still. Um, but, yeah, she was giving one elderly man a lap dance and thrusting her bosom into his face, says here in the story. Mm. The man doesn't appear to mind, uh, says, however, uh, can be seen squeezing <clears throat> some of the woman's assets on the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and people were a little perturbed by this scene, apparently. This uh, this, this offended some people's sensibility mm. to have an exotic dancer in the old folks' home. Now, what what say you, gentlemen? Is this, is this crossing the line? A nursing home spokesman added that mid-autumn festival parties had been canceled at the nursing home the previous year due to COVID. To lift resident spirits, they arranged for the stripper to perform a show. They thought it would uh, lift their spirits. However, they conceded the erotic dancer's actions were, quote, too enthusiastic and fiery. So she likes her job, and you ask her to do a job. <laughs> she's a time. go-getter? She, exactly. <laughs> she got a good attitude about her job, and now she's being punished for it? She what really say liked you, the way she was working it. Come on. She what was say there, you? She was a team player. But I would have thought this is where Come it kind of gets to the point of you walk in there and you kind of you got to 
know your audience, right? Dude, they're clapping. Oh, people are clapping. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they have been in there for a while, Dang. and they're trying to figure out, how do we get some entertainment in here? I want And they got hey. that. And Wait. that's where you want to be when you get older? You want you want that to happen if for you? If I if ever in a nursing home yeah. and they hire strippers, mm-hmm. I am all about it. I, wait, no, but see, let me. How flip many it thrills this. do I have left in my <laughs> life? <laughs> for the record, I don't think anybody there had the problem with it. I think the problem no, the was the viral clip and people started criticizing. Yeah, it. I, yeah. Yes, the problem exactly was people were like, what I'm saying. "Old people yeah. should be dignified." Look, if my dad goes into an old folks' home and he and that happens there. God bless my dad. Exactly. Go have fun. Right. <laughs> if I, you're right. My dad is a single man now, divorced. And if I have to put him in an old folks' home, hope I don't have to do it. But if I have to put him in an old folks' home and they are putting bringing strippers in there, as long as they are not <laughs> abusing my father, I'm sure he will. As he, long as my father little, ain't abusing them. And my father's not abusing <laughs> them. And he can always choose to go back to his room, I'm sure, if he didn't want to mm. take part in the festivities. But... Listen, man, I, I think that's they just they literally said they wanted to lift the spirits of the old people and they were mad. She was her. The criticism was she was too enthusiastic. She was having a lot of fun. Dude, I love enthusiastic strippers. You want a sad one? You want, I love a, that's, a, stripper you want a stripper with a point to prove. Right. Exactly. You want a stripper that's quiet quitting on you? I like the way quiet quitting. <laughs> you want the quiet quitting stripper? No, I don't want the quiet quitter stripper. No, I want the one that's. Too, what's the word they use here, too? Too enthusiastic. Recommended two-minute songs. Come on. I like the exactly. way you work it. And fiery. Too enthusiastic and fiery? I'm all about it. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> and I will say that, yeah, man, I don't know what, she, what music they were playing. Maybe the music should have, I don't know. I mean, maybe it should have been better music for the old people that they can relate to. But I'm Elvis. They should have played some whatever. Yeah, you know, jailhouse rock. I'm all about strippers and 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 in old folks' homes. I'm all about it. But male and female, but both. I don't for the ladies. That's what somebody said. What if grandma was grabbing some assets? <laughs> now you shouldn't be grab. But I will say, at a certain age, I am all about just letting. If you if you're like ninety, I, there are certain crimes you should not be punished for. I think that's in that a good like Patton Oswalt skit back in the day. Like yeah. if you basically if you're 95, you should be able to murder somebody, but it has to be with your hands. <laughs> it has to be with your bare hands. Yeah, you can do it because if and it, got, like, it has to be an adult though, an adult with your bare hands, and you can do it. That adult's got to be able to fit for themselves. Hey, I work in healthcare. I totally understand what's going <laughs> nah, on there, just, man. Obviously, we kidding, but you know, I don't. You know, I don't, if these old people are grabbing stuff, I don't want to. You know punished him for that so you finally yeah i guess that is bad idea because i don't want the women or men being groped by the old people well yeah but all right but, they don't have to they can just dance in front of you and then be like all right just this guy's gonna grab you. i'm gonna move five feet away from him <laughs> he's not getting up still yeah i agree i mean i'm all of this he's fighting for what's right <laughs> and he's hey somebody said make sure you have a cardiologist on hand that's true too and, oh yeah. I'm, if I'm going out, I'm going, dude, that's a great way to go out. <laughs> you want to go out stimulated? Yes. Didn't Matthew McConaughey's father die having sex? I feel, oh, like, I that, I feel like I've heard that I story. I want to say his father died in the act of lovemaking. Oh, wow. And, I haven't heard that. Oh, I, I think it's in his that. book. His book, like Green Lights or whatever Yeah, I feel like I've heard this I believe story, yeah. he, in his book, Green Lights, he tells the story of his father dying in the act. Oh, Bro, I mean, come Man, on. There are worse ways face. to go. <laughs> I will say, the other person in that equation, feel pretty bad for him. Uh, yes. That, obviously, fair. that's very tragic. <laughs> very no, 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 no. I'm just saying. Yes. I'm saying, when you're like, you're like, was that good? <laughs> was it good? <laughs> no, it was so good. Think about it. That's, that's a compliment. I can't even deal with a child, life, man. You were so good. You killed a man with that thing. 
That's how good. You, man, you and Mary lined up around the block. Like, I got to get. She killed her with it? I got to see where I, I don't stand. Think, I don't know. Nah, I don't think. <laughs> you don't want I don't it? think. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, I read an article in Forbes that STI rates in old folks' homes were really high because they bang, they bang yeah. it out a lot. What do you, what do you got to lose? <laughs> 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 that's true are you worried about your next job what are you worried about I love the fact that you, you called it quiet quitting uh, you didn't want the quiet quitting stripper oh uh, the quiet quitting stripper <laughs> I've had some of those that lazy strippers and they're like a lazy stripper it's like come on baby I'm gonna, I'm gonna tip you well I'm gonna need you to be in, too enthusiastic as they say alright uh, that's probably got ourselves in trouble we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna be back to wrap it up here on the best of ball don't lie 2022 right now on 104.9 The Horn Wrapping up here on Ball Don't Lie. It was the best of 2022. Thank you so much for everybody for tuning in today, for sticking with us, for getting us through this first year uh, to get together the connection. Of, I know I can speak for myself, uh, being able to work with Rob Babers and Mike Harge. Uh, it's been so much fun this year getting to work together, getting to know each other better and uh, do this show. And we could not do it without you guys on the text line, calling in, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, it's just so much fun to do this show, and I, I, we appreciate you guys so much. We hope you enjoy the best of Ball Don't Lie. Remember, hit us up on our Twitter with what the, your favorite segments were from this show, what your favorite segments were from the year, at Rob Babers, at Hardball Harge, and at Patrick Davis. I hope you have a very safe and wonderful holiday. We're going to be back next week. Starting on Tuesday to break down the Alamo Bowl to wrap up 2022 and beyond here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. Peace.